Dr. Mehta, to whom I had wired from Southampton, called at about eight o'clock in the same evening. He gave me a hearty greetings. He smiled at my being in flannels. As we were talking, I usually picked up his top hat and trying to see how smooth it was, passed my hand over it the wrong way and disturbed the fur. Dr. Mehta looked somewhat angrily at what I was doing and stopped me. But the mischief had been done. The incident was a warning for the future. This was my first lesson in European etiquette, into the details of which Dr. Mehta humorously initiated me. Do not touch other people's things, he said. Do not ask questions as we usually do in India on first acquaintance. Do not talk loudly. Never address people as sir whilst speaking to them as we do in India. Only servants and subordinates address their masters that way and so on and so forth. He also told me that it was very expensive to live in a hotel and recommended that I should live with a private family. We deferred consideration of the matter until Monday. As JT Majumdar had and I found the hotel to be a trying affair. It was also very expensive. There was, however, a Sindhi fellow passengers from Malta who had become friends with SJT Majumdar and as he was not a stranger to London, he offered to find rooms for us. We agreed and on Monday, as soon as we got our baggage, we paid up our wills and went to the rooms rented for us by the Sindhi friends. I remember my hotel bill came to $3 an amount which shocked me and I had practically starved in spite of this heavy bill for I could release nothing. When I did not like one thing, I asked for another but had to pay for both just the same. The fact is that all this while I had depended on the provisions which I had brought with me from Bombay. I was very uneasy even in the new rooms. I would continually think of my home and country. My mother's love always haunted me. At night, the tears would stream down my cheeks and home memories of all sorts made slip out of the question. It was impossible to share my misery with anyone, and even if I could have done so, where was the use? I knew of nothing that would soothe me. Everything was strange, the people, their ways, and even their dwellings. I was a complete novice in the matter of English etiquette and continually had to be on my guard. There was the additional inconvenience 
of the vegetarian woe even the dishes that i could eat were tasteless and insipid i thus found myself in between sila and cherry beds england i could not bear but to return to india was not to be thought of now that i had come i must finish the three years said the inner voice